Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on the Bio Breakthroughs podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Joining me today is the president and CEO at Atara Biotherapeutics, Pascal Touchon. I'm excited to have you here today. Let's dive right in. Tell me a little bit about your background and then kind of tie that into an overview of, of the company today. Well, thank you. I've been leading an amazing company called Atara Biotherapeutics, an amazing, talented team over the last four years. And we've done a lot over the last four years. Beforehand, I was leading all the CAR-T activities at Novartis. And with the team at the time, we got Kim Raya, the first ever CAR-T approved in the US and across the world, Europe, Austria, Canada, Japan. And it was really a big first to have the first autologous cell engine therapy approved for leukemia and then lymphoma. And here we are at Atara, and we are getting the first allogenic cell therapy approved for very rare but very deadly type of lymphoma affecting patient post-transplant. So thank you so much for that overview. Uh, talk me through your, your EBV T-cell platform and the company's work in both EBV T-cell uh, therapy and CART. Atara has a very unique and differentiated platform of allogenic cell therapy. No other company is having that type of technology which relies upon some specific T cells that we are able to uh, manufacture from PBMC, from healthy donors. And these are EBV for Epstein-Barr virus T cells. In fact, EBV is a very common virus that infects around 90%, 9-0, of the world population by the age of 40 years old. And this very ubiquitous virus is a kind of herpes virus that will then remain in the body of the people infected till they die. The immune system will manage to control the virus over the life of the people, but not to get rid of the virus. So what we're doing is leveraging the unique properties of these EBVT cells coming from healthy donors to either address disease and particularly cancer that are directly related to Epstein-Barr virus, as well as some autoimmune disease like multiple sclerosis that are directly related to the Epstein-Barr virus, or we can further transform these cells and ask them to have another target than EBV-infected cells. And in that case, we insert a chimeric antigen receptors that allows these cells to hunt and kill different types of tumor cells, depending on the target we insert through the chimeric antigen receptors into these EBVT cells. So very unique type of platform relying on the unique properties of these uh, Epstein-Barr virus T cells from healthy donors that allows to treat a variety of disease, both cancer and autoimmune disease. So when, when, you, when you talk about the big three around Ebvalo, what does that mean exactly? First, it was, and it is, the first product from Atara that is approved, and it's been approved in December 2022 in Europe through a submission to the European Medical Team Agency. Second is the first ever therapy approved in the world for post-transplant lipoproliferative disorder, a very severe, a very deadly and rapidly progressing type of lymphoma affecting patients that have had undergone transplantation of a solid organ or bone marrow. And last but not the least, it is the first ever allogenic T-cell therapy approved in the world. What we mean by allogenic, it means that these are cells coming from healthy donors that have been manufactured, transformed to be given to patients in need. So first product for Atara, first product 
that treats and is approved for treatment of uh, post-transplant lymphoma proliferative disorders and first ever allogenic T-cell therapy approved in the world. And in terms of the, the regulatory path forward for Ebalo, what is that looking like today? So as I said, it's now approved in Europe and uh, it's being now launched by your partner in Europe, Pierre Fabre, and treating patients across different countries there, which is great for these patients. Because again, this product is not only a big first in terms of the scientific prowess of bringing that to regulatory approval, it's also so important for these patients in need that have absolutely no therapy available for them. And their prognosis is very dire indeed, because when they are reaching that stage of relapsing or being refractory to first-line treatment with their disease, the median life expectancy is very limited. It's just a few weeks to a few months. And 90% of them will die within two years. So here we have a therapy, Ebvalo, that allows them to uh, really respond in about half of the cases. So half of the patients in our clinical studies have responded to the therapy. And when they respond to the therapy, they have long-term survival. In fact, the survival in responders at two years is between 86 to 87%. So if you can think about that parallel, without treatment, 90% will die within two years. With a treatment like Ebvalo, according to the study that we presented at ASH and in other type of Congress recently, 86 to 87% will still be alive at two years if they are responding to the treatment. Now, we plan to continue our work, especially to bring that product to the U.S. patient, to American patients, in getting through a BLA filing uh, at the FDA. And we are in active discussion right now with the agency to finalize uh, aspect of the filing and the dossier to be filed, as well as to answer some of their questions. And we hope over the next few months to be able to clarify when we can file the BLA for TAPCEL in the U.S., to bring this product to U.S. patients in need. So what, what you've done here is you've, you've impacted the, the cell therapy landscape positively, right? Um, how, how else do you see this impacting that, that landscape moving forward? It's very important for the field, uh, not only for patients, because uh, when we came to EMA and when we are discussing with the FDA, we clearly recognize, like they do recognize, that we are the first of its kind. We are the first evalogenic T-cell therapy to come to regulatory stage. A number of other therapies are already in a clinic, but none of them is as advanced as we are with Evalo with TAPCEL. So being the first is important, is creating some uh, challenges and pressure. At the same time, it's important for the field because that creates a precedent. And that precedent means that now there is clarity on many aspects related to how do you develop, how do you uh, get through regulatory steps for such a therapy that is allogenic coming from healthy donors and is off the shelf by nature. Now, this is important not only for the field, it's also important for Atara because it's a validation of our platform. It's a validation that the work we've done over many, many years and the work that was done beforehand by our academic partners is really a work that allows to have new therapy for patients and new therapies that not only brings efficacy and safety to a level that is satisfactory for regulatory agencies and therefore for patients and physicians, but also that we're able to manufacture these with high quality and a high level of robustness of process control to be able to deliver the product they need to patients. Now, the validation of the platform will allow us to continue to develop other products, and we have a very, very active pipeline of product in development that are all 
benefiting from this validation of the first product being approved and all benefiting from our platform technology to be at that level of development. Super interesting uh, what you've what you've been able to do uh, thus far, and I, and I look forward to continuing to follow the progress um, around uh, around what you're doing in the cell therapy uh, space. What I would like to do is, is shift focus, if it's okay, and, and talk a little bit about your MS program uh, as well. And well, I guess we're not shifting focus because we're gonna we're gonna talk about the connection here, and then talk us through that connection between the Epstein Barr virus and, and multiple sclerosis. So Epvalo, the product we were just discussing, is a product that is addressing some specific cancer that are related to Epstein-Barr virus reactivation and proliferation in the B cells that are infected by EBV. We are also developing a product called ATA188 that is a different type of product that's still an EBV T-cell specific product that is addressing autoimmune disease, and more particularly, multiple sclerosis. There have been for many years uh, a lot of discussion about what is the, the uh, trigger of multiple sclerosis? What is the origin of the disease? Now, last year, there were two uh, very great paper, landmark papers published in Science and Nature, that clearly have shown that multiple sclerosis is caused by EBV infection. Not the acute infection, but the latent infection, the infection that many people carry in their B cells, in their immune cells, for their life. And in some people, because of their genetic profile and some environmental pressure, could be exposure to the sun, vitamin D, and other aspects, will develop multiple sclerosis, very likely because their immune system starts to be really confused by the fact that part of the virus part of the protein that is on the virus are in fact very similar to some brain protein. And the system, the immune system of people with MS has got confused and start to attack brain protein instead of attacking the cells infected by the virus. This has been clearly proven by a number of papers recently. And this is really the origin of our work where we say, okay, let's have a way to bring to patients with MS this immune boost coming from allogenic T cells that specifically will hunt and kill, particularly in their brain, the B cells of these patients that are infected by EBV and are, in fact, the source of this uh, autoreactivity and autoimmunity that is driving the progression of the disease. So, in summary, we believe that MS is caused by EBV, that the foyer of autoreactivity the source of autoreactivity and autoimmunity is really related to B cells that are infected by EBV that are immortalized in the brain of this patient. And we are, in fact, addressing this uh, particular uh, trigger and driver of the disease in bringing to the patient EBV T cells that will hunt and kill these B cells in the brain of the patient and also the periphery, but particularly in the brain. And we think that is a way to address at the root cause of the disease to have for the first time ever in multiple sclerosis a targeted therapy. It's a cell therapy, yes, but it's a targeted therapy addressing the root cause of the disease. Now, we've been very encouraged by our first clinical study, which is a phase one study uh, done in a limited number of patients, but with very encouraging data showing that at IDOS, about one third of the patients treated with 8188 have experienced improvement 
in their disability caused by the disease. And these were patients with progressive MS, the most challenging part of multiple sclerosis, where patients progressively deteriorate and their handicap is increasing, their disability is increasing. And here we had one third of the patients treating with the IDOs that were able to improve in terms of disability. And the uh, many other patients in that study were able to stabilize the progression of the disease. In fact, out of the 24 patients that were treated with AT188 in that particular phase one study, 20 out of 24 were either improving or stable uh, despite having a progressive disease. And not only at one point of time, now, that was confirmed at one year. And then we followed 18 out of these 24 patients for up to 48 months. And we've seen that the improvement has been maintained in most patients and the stability also has been maintained in most patients. So very encouraging results. Of course, these are still small numbers and this was an open study. Now we are in fact exploring further the potential for 8188 to be a transformative therapy in progressive MS in performing double-blind placebo-controlled study called the AMBOL study. Very, very exciting uh, and very, very encouraging to hear all of that. Um, and, and we wish you the best of luck uh, in, in moving forward with that. In terms of what's next for Atara that you can also share with us here today, this as, as we wrap up here, uh, and I know there's only certain things you, you, there's probably a lot you want to say, but there's only certain things you, you can say, right? It's the nature of, of the business that we're in. Um, give, give us, uh, you know, what you can in terms of what's next. So we have three ability, three possibility for significant uh, value creation for patients and for the company over the next few months. First of all, as I said earlier, we are in active discussion with the FDA, with the US agency, to align on the filing for TAP cell BLA in the US. We think that we should be able to align very soon with the agency. We also negotiating with potential partners that will help us to commercialize TAP cell in the US when it gets approved. And we are very advanced in this discussion so we hope that within the next few months, we can, on one hand, have clarity for the timing of the BLA filing. On the other hand, I have a commercial partnership that will allow us to accelerate uh, the uh, not only submission of the file, but then when it's approved, the commercialization of the product so we can really address the needs of US patients. Second, in October, we're going to disclose the data from AMBOLD, the study with AT188 that is addressing a very huge medical need in progressive MS. And again, our product is potentially so transformative that many physicians and experts, as well as patients, are really eagerly awaiting these results as it could be a landmark change in the way to treat MS, a paradigm change in the way to treat MS with these phase two results versus placebo. And last but not the least, we're also bringing very soon to the clinic our first allogenic CAR-T targeting CD19 for B-cell malignancies that has been developed to be not only allogenic of the shelves, to be able to address the need of many patients that are not treated today with autologous CAR-T, but it's also a product that's been designed to be potentially best in class in improving the ability of these allogenic T cells to persist long enough and to be able, therefore, to achieve long-term remission, durable remission, which is what is missing today with the current therapeutic alternative. So you see, we are really behind three big first. The first ever allogenic T-cell therapy at Valo, the first ever product approved for PTLD. We have the first product that we believe is addressing 
multiple sclerosis at its root cause, the first ever targeted therapy for multiple sclerosis with 8188, and we have the first ever uh, allogenic EBV CD19 CAR-T that could really be also a big game changer in the field of uh, B-cell malignancies. So we're really pushing hard to uh, get all this innovation to the patients and to the regulatory authorities so we can expand the usage in many patients across the world. Well, I look forward to staying in touch with you, and, and I hope we can have you come on again on a panel where we can really dive into to more of, uh, of what we discussed here today, uh, maybe with some of your, your colleagues and, and peers in the space as well. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Thank you very much, Jared, for welcoming me, and uh, more than happy to come back because it's very important to all together, all the different platforms and technologies to work hard to bring these cell therapies to many more patients. Wishing you the best of luck and continue uh, to uh, improve the, the cell uh, therapy landscape like you have already. Mm-hmm.